Hello, everybody. It's Terry and Renee. And you know, darling, we were just talking about partnership. That's what I was <laughs> going to say. Yes, it's a wonderful, wonderful word. And it means that we can get something done even bigger and better when we work together to do it. Well, yeah, because nobody can do anything all by themselves. No, that's right. That's all right. throughout history, God has given people partners. You know, I've partnered with ministries since I was a kid right. in church. Right. I'm sure you have yes, too. Yes. Still partnering with ministries all over uh, everywhere <laughs> uh, and helping them get stuff done. And we're so right. grateful to our own partners yes, we that are. have helped us do things for 52 Two years around the world. We pray for them Big daily. Things, yeah, uh, but all of us need somebody and all of us are helping somebody and all of us are in this thing together That's right. because That's we right. are God's community, God's right. team getting the gospel to the world. You weren't meant to walk this journey alone either. None of us were. Thank you for watching today and you won't want to miss this next program. So all of heaven is watching the earth all the time, looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God, that's going to speak the Word of God, that's going to move on the Word of God. And when they do, heaven moves. Hello, everyone. God bless you, and welcome today to More Than Conquerors program. We are just delighted to have you, and uh, we're just going to talk again, as usual, on some marvelous things from the Word of God that are tried and proven, as you have said, Terry, so many times about everything on the product table, everything you've written and preached. There's no theory in it. No theory back there. No theory at all. It's all tried and proven principles right off the pages of this everlasting book, and we are so thankful that it does work. Isn't that um, wonderful? Yeah. You know, that within itself is just, you know, that's what we build the foundation of everything we believe on. You know, if it didn't work, I wouldn't do it. That's right. That's right. But uh, it does work. What are the two scriptures you say that that prove, uh, that, you know, that, that God's word is the truth? Where's the scripture references that the devil is a liar? Right. That's John. Was it John 8? 44. I was going to say 42. Maybe it's 44. Something like where, where Jesus just flat out said. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Yeah. The devil is a liar. And then Titus 1, 2 says, uh, God cannot lie. God cannot lie. Sometimes I'll just have people say, the devil's a liar. God cannot lie. The devil's a liar. God cannot lie. The devil's a liar. God cannot lie. <laughs> we get it. that down the inside of us right. and understand that God's word is, you know, you've heard me stand in pulpits for, for all the 40, what, seven years you've known right, me, right. Uh, and say, I know God is good. Yes. And I know His, His word, word is truth. truth. That's right. It's not true, it's truth. Uh, Jesus said, uh, Father, thy word, John 17, Father, thy word is truth. And when I, when I found that scripture, God yeah. revealed that scripture to me as a teenager, it absolutely went off on the inside of me, and I thought, if Jesus said this this book right. is absolute truth, this word is absolute truth, right. then if I can find it in here, I can make it work. If I can find it in here, I can take it to the bank. 
And uh, all these years, Renee, I, I, it, it works. I've even had friends and 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 well, acquaintances. Some some people, you know, yeah. that I knew, but maybe they weren't right, friends. Right. Uh, contact me over the years, and, and they'll just say. Brother Terry, you still in that Word of Faith stuff? You still you still in that? Well, absolutely. Yes. Or they'd say, Brother Terry, I'm, I'm not Word of Faith anymore. i say, how's that even possible? What does right. that even mean? I know. Does that mean you don't believe you're healed anymore? You don't believe you're prosperous right. anymore? You don't. Well, what does that even mean to say, I'm not Word of Faith? I don't, I don't even know how you d- define that or qualify that. Uh, you know, you know, in Texas, we have a saying that says, dance with them that brung you. Right. Uh, you know, I, the word of faith got me here, and uh, <laughs> I'm hanging in there. I'm staying with it. Right. Yeah. But, you know, talking about scriptures like that, when we're, you know, when we're we're always trying to uh, raise our standard, live at a higher quality of life, eliminate fear, begin to live by faith, you know, everything yes, about yes, that. Yes, yes. And you're talking about learning John uh, 17 over there, that thy word is truth. I'd gone through three years of Bible college and been raised in church all my life. And no, I, to my knowledge, I had never heard anybody preach on that, you know? And, and you know, so many, a lot of my friends over the years in, in, in churches and conventions and camp meetings and conferences would say, right. it's just like Terry Miles says, I know God is good and I know his word is true. And I said, wait, 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 time out. I've never in my life said God's word is true. Right. Jesus it's said, a, Father, thy word is true. Capital T R U T H. Yeah. You know, you know, there's a vast difference between true and truth. Right. It may be true the devil's picking on you. Yeah. It may be true that you visited the doctor and he's giving you a bad diagnosis or prognosis. That may be true. It may be true you received an ultimatum or declaration from the government or the IRS or the your employer or or, or, or a family member. That all yeah. may be true. It may right. that all may be true. Right. It may be right. a fact. Right. But Jesus said this is the truth. So you can go into this yes. and find out the truth about what the doctor said or the government right. said or the family member said. And you can take this truth and just slam it up against that thing that's only right. true. Right. It's only a fact. Right. And change it to where it's not true anymore. Right. And it's not a fact anymore because truth is the only thing that changes facts. That's right. Truth trumps true. And, and, well, and that's a, if Christians that's so could get right. a hold of that, that, that the, yeah, so something right. may be true, the devil's picking on you, but but I can go in here and find out what the truth says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And always override the truth. Right. Always override true with truth. Override facts with truth. You know the, the whole the whole time you're talking about this that just in the last few minutes it's just been overwhelming to me Terry how the Lord can change your mind and enlighten you give you revelation knowledge sure. insight take you to a higher level of thinking when you begin to realize just those two scriptures that the devil is a liar and God cannot lie and oh. that this is truth not just true it's not ambiguous it's not no. sketchy it's not yeah i wonder if that's right no it, it's just it's just absolutes well and i turned over to romans 10 when you were talking about some of this talking about the word of faith people saying well why not word of faith and i thought well then you don't preach what paul preaches yeah, i just don't even know what that means yeah because romans 10 said paul said over here but we preach the word of faith 
mm-hmm. you know. The word of faith which we preach. Yeah, you know, and I, I just am looking through all this. He said, all of these things that happened, he said, that then, and the word is near you. It's in your mouth and in your heart. And then That's he gives the a plan right of there. salvation. And he tells you over here that how you're supposed to do it all and how are people going to learn this word of faith unless we go That's and right. preach the word, the gospel to them. Well, Paul, you just quoted Paul, who said it's it, the word of faith is in your mouth, right, and it's in your heart. Right. The word of faith which we preach. Every time Paul or Jesus talked about faith, right, they talked about the mouth and the heart. Right. Jesus said in Mark eleven, whenever he was walking from Bethany to to uh, Jerusalem to go to church, to go to right. the temple, had had spent the night in Bethany with his good friends Mary and Martha, Martha. and their brother Lazarus, right. and he had all the disciples with him. And so they woke up that morning, and and Jesus said, "Hey guys, I got an idea. Let's go to church." Yeah. And so they so they they said, "Okay, the boss wants mm-hmm. to go to church, so we're going." And so they they walked to Jerusalem, and in route they passed this fig tree. And, uh, of course, we've talked to you about this before. Everybody understands this. I've, I've preached it for 50-something years. Um, but but that fig tree didn't have any figs on it, and it right. must have said something to Jesus. Yeah. Oh, I saw that when I was 16 years that is old. That's such an odd. Uh, because if you read that in, in, in Mark chapter 11, it yes. says, Jesus answered it. When I was 16, I looked at that and said, he did what? <laughs> Jesus answered the tree? Right. Well, you don't answer something. Unless it says something to you. Exactly. I don't answer you unless you say something to me. Right. You know, it says he answered the tree. So I don't know what that tree said to him, but it said something he did not like. Well. And he said something back to it that it couldn't get over. (laughs) Well, that's the truth. He answered it and spoke directly to it. He didn't pray and say, oh, God, please, oh, Father, kill this fig tree. He didn't mutter under his breath. He didn't think thoughts like they tell us to do today yeah. send your thoughts we're sending thoughts and prayer no 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 that didn't work right. uh he actually spoke directly to it and he said to that tree no man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever yeah and then he just went on yeah i mean he went on to church i mean he i'm sure the disciples and you know peter and the boys i know i would have just kind of stopped and said man let's see what's going to happen here lightning's going to hit this tree mm-hmm. and nothing happened evidently and here the boss is leaving and so they run and catch up with him and uh, uh, he, he gets to church, and then he has a fit and kicks over the money table, the money changers' tables, <laughs> wow, makes what a, a whip, and hits people a with day. a whip. Yeah, People talk yeah. about Jesus In being church. meek and mild and mannered and sissified and, 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 and all. No, and soft. No, no, no. He made a whip and hit the people in church with it and, and drove, drove them, them out, out of the church, church and kicked the tables over. And he said, he said, the word of God says, my father's house should be called a house of prayer for all nations, and you made it a den of thieves. Get out of here. Ran them out and whipped them. Yeah. Can you say lawsuit? Mm-hmm. And uh, then he just straightened his collar and straightened his hair and started preaching. People came in and heard him preach. Wow. And then they walked back to Bethany, according to Mark chapter 11, yeah, yeah. walked back to Mary and Martha and Lazarus' house to spend the night. And, and obviously nothing had happened to the fig tree when they walked past it because, it, you know, Peter and the boys all looked at it and said, and nothing happened to it. It looked right. just like it did a few hours earlier. So they go on, spend the night. Wake up the next morning, and Jesus says, hey, guys, I got an idea. Let's go to church. And I bet they said, oh, Lord, again? <laughs> and so they get up, and oh, they walk funny. back to Jerusalem, to yes. church. And in route, they passed this fig tree. They passed that tree. And when they did, I'm sure Jesus just walked on past and never even looked at it. Because well, he considered it dead yesterday right, when, when he, he spoke, spoke to, to it. it. As far as he is concerned, when he spoke to it yesterday, it was dead. 
He didn't have to wait and see what happened to it. It was dead. The Bible says the power of life and death is in, the, in the, tongue. the tongue. And so he spoke to it. Now, see, Jesus was there in the beginning when his daddy, when God right. spoke that tree into existence, when he said, fig tree be. Right. And the fig tree was. And so Jesus didn't think it was odd to talk to a tree like most people think it's odd to talk to a tree. Jesus didn't think it was odd because he was there when God, when God spoke it into it, existence. It. So he figured, hey, the same power that brought this thing into the world will take it out. Right. And so he just cursed it. And so he just walks on by the tree the next day. And, but Peter and the boys didn't. They stopped and examined that tree. And the Bible says this. It says, and Peter, calling to his remembrance, calling to Jesus' remembrance, said, Master, the fig tree you cursed is withered away mm. because they saw it had dried up from the root. Now, notice it wasn't Jesus that said, oh, thank God, boys. Look, the fig tree I cursed is dead. No, no. He just went on. He, he thought no, it was dead that's yesterday. that's right. That's right. But, but Peter said, Master, the fig tree you cursed is withered away. It's dried up from its root. That's when Jesus just said in, in what, verse what, 22, when he said, well, yeah. have faith in God. Right. Have faith in God. God showed right. me that when I was 16 years old. And, and the, mar the margin says, have the faith of God. Right or have the God kind of faith, right. or the God class of faith, or the God type of faith. And uh, he said, then you can say to this mountain, have faith in God, then you can say to this mountain, be thou removed and cast wow. into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, doubt what, doubt the things he saith shall come to pass, then he shall have whatsoever he saith. So it's always, when you're talking faith, it's always mouth and heart. Right. Jesus said, say it Always. with your mouth and don't doubt in, in your, your heart. heart. Believe it in your heart. Mm -hmm. Believe those things. Believe what? Believe those things you saith shall come to pass. Then you shall have whatsoever you right. saith. And then Paul gets over there in Romans 10 talking about faith. Yeah. And he said, it's in your mouth and it's in your heart. Right. And he said, so here's how a sinner gets saved. He said, he said, all those heathen around the world have to do to get saved is call on the name of the Lord. That's right. That's all they got to do. That's Any right. heathen, I mean, a naked native in, in whatever country of the world, all he has to do is call on the name of the Lord and he'll Boy, be saved. Right. But then Paul asks four very pointed questions. He says, but yeah, how can they call on someone that's right. how, in whom they've how, not believed? How? Question one. Yeah. And how can they believe on someone in whom that's they've right. not heard? Question two. And how can they hear without a preacher? Question three. And how can, how can they, they preach they unless preach? they be sent? Question four. Isn't that and then something? he gets down to verse 17 says, so then we understand yes, that faith comes, faith by, comes hearing by hearing and hearing the word, the word of, of God. God. Now, we take that out of context. The church does. And uh, all of us faith folks, we take it out of context and use that for for healing. We use it for prosperity. We right, use it for, right. uh, you know, to get something we need that we, we believe it in our heart. We say it with our mouth because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And, but in, and that's OK. You can do that because it's a spiritual law. Right. Spiritual laws, by my definition, by Terry Mize's definition, means a, a scripture that can stand alone and be true. It doesn't have to have help from above it or beneath it. Most mm -hmm. scriptures, you have to look at it and see what what was the scripture above it and right. what scripture beneath it. Right. Who was talking? Right. Uh, who were they talking to? You know, was it a sinner or a Christian that was talking? Was it sinners or Christians they're talking to? Was it Old Testament or New? Was it before the cross or after the cross? Because some things that were true at, before the cross changed after the cross. Exactly. Jesus fixed it. And and so you have to, you, you just, you can't just say, well, every Bible, every word in the Bible is true. Well, no, it's not. Every word in the Bible, it, it, it's true. It's there. Yeah. It's true. Somebody said it. Right. But it's not truth depending on who said it. Because sometimes in the Bible, the Pharaoh was talking. 
You know, sometimes, sometimes the devil was talking. Sometimes Herod the king was talking. Sometimes Pontius Pilate was talking. Sometimes, you know, all these other people were talking. But so not every word in the Bible is truth, right? But when Jesus says it or when Paul says it or when the Holy Ghost says it, when God says it, then it's absolute truth. Well, even though we're living in America today that doesn't believe in absolute truth anymore, this missionary Sadly. still believes in absolute truth. Right. And it's always going to be, if it's real faith, Renee, it's right. always going to be heart and mouth, heart and mouth, heart and mouth, heart and mouth. Well, it says it so plainly here. And I mean, I remember back in the early 70s when um, some friends began to share some of this with us. And Dean and I had already, you know, like I said, graduated from Bible college. We were married, had two kids. And uh, I'm trying to, I mean, my main focus is to get two little boys that are very ill <laughs> well. And one had, had digestive issues and another one had bronchial yeah, issues. Sure. And all I was thinking, well, I mean, I wasn't even thinking, you know, get a house, get a car. No, you no, know, you it was the just, just the baby's healed. We were at the emergency room every other week. We had a, a door, refrigerator door full of medicine and antibiotics and stuff like that. And it was just always a trauma, just trying to deal with with the coughing and the vomiting and the everything that goes oh, on yeah. with little tiny oh, yeah. babies. And, uh, and the church thinking that God put it yeah, on Yeah, yeah. The church you thinking know, you must have seen. I mean, people even you said, know, what well, y'all must have really done something bad to have, you know. <laughs> we were living on the church grounds, <laughs> working for the church. So I'm trying to figure out when do I have time to do right, that, you right. know. And. And uh, when I found out, Terry, Romans 10, that it's as simple as using your faith is as simple as getting saved, yeah. which is just simply like we're saying, believe in the heart, exactly. confess with the mouth and, that and, the and devil is a liar and God, God cannot lie. And it's, and, it's, and it's always comes back to mouth and heart. Mouth and so, heart. So all confession is people talk about, well, if, you know, confess the word. Well, all confession is, is you talking like God, yeah. you saying what God has already said. I don't have to make up my own confessions. Right. I look in the Bible and see what God said, and oh, then I yeah. say the same thing. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Yeah. So the more you, that's verse 17 of Romans, of Romans 10. 10. So the more I begin to say and in by context, his, it's a missionary scripture talking about people getting yes, saved. Going to other countries, getting exactly. feet. Exactly. The, the heathen yeah. calling on the name of the Lord. Calling on the name of the Lord. somebody sends a preacher, the preacher preaches, <laughs> they hear, they believe, yeah, they call, right, and right, they get saved. Right. But we can use it in other areas of our life exactly. because it's a spiritual law and can stand alone, not needing help above it. It's just it's just a law. It's that's a why, declarative truth. That's why advertising is the biggest business in the world and has been for decades and decades and decades. Because the advertisers don't know they're copying God, but they're right. using a spiritual law that when you hear something, you believe it. Right. So they get on TV and say, "Hey, when you when you it's getting winter time, when your nose when your nose itches and your your throat tickles and you sneeze and cough, yeah. go buy this product." Right. And so you hear that twenty five times during a week on on a commercial, and then all of a sudden your nose itches and your throat tickles and you sneeze. I better go buy that product because you you believe well, what you hear. Faith comes by hearing. Right. And then hearing by the word of God. I remember using that principle and confessing over my children. By his stripes, my children are healed. Absolutely. By his stripes. And I'd name my, each of my yes, children. Yes. And I would again, and I'd, and I'd hold those babies, pray over them. Dean and I would lay hands on them and command their bodies to be healed. 
no more pain, yep. no more, you know, symptoms of any kind. Um, I just time and time and time again, sure. till finally, I mean, I mean, and it would be like every time we would uh, ask our parents or, or a close friend to watch them while we went and had right. to go do something, anyone to babysit, that'd be the very time the devil would hit them sure. and just make them sick. Of I mean, course. and we'd come back and they'd just be crying and sick and, and whatever symptom, whatever little baby it was. And I'm telling you, it just was a battle royal because the devil fights you sure. over living by faith. Well, and then those babysitters, whether they be the grandparents or, or, or relatives or right, friends, right. then get on you and say, well, what are you giving them? You say, well, I'm just praying for them. And then yeah. they want to think you're a bad parent. Right. I, I mean, it was a fight. And it is. I think we said this on another program earlier that living by faith, believing in the heart, confessing in the mouth, renewing your mind to the devil cannot lie. God, uh, the devil is a liar and God cannot lie. Renewing your mind to all of that because tradition always taught us that we didn't know if it was God or the devil. You know, we we were taught by trials and tests and tribulations. You never know what God's going to do. Well, he gave us his will. We do know what he's going to do. Well, when we found that out, you know, when we found that out, and we knew God cannot lie. This word, you know, then Rome, Rome uh, Numbers twenty three nineteen. You know, the same thing that everything. Um, you know, God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the Son of Man that he should repent. If he has said a thing, he will do it. Yes. Uh, you know, he absolutely. God, that concept from the Word of God, those words got off those pages and walked into my un- unbelieving areas of mm-hmm. my soul and began to renew my mind Absolutely. to the fact that God could heal my children right. and that my children didn't have to be sick and and that if even if I had done something that if I confessed it as sin, God was going, God wasn't going to. God wasn't going to make my baby sick, right? You know, uh, because he's a good God, right? You know, to to try well, to teach me. Sickness. Yeah, he doesn't have any sickness. People say, "Brother Terry, God gave me cancer. So where did he get it?" Yeah, <laughs> there's none in heaven. <laughs> Where, where's he going to get it? He'd have to steal it from his arch enemy, right. the devil, right. to give it to you, his beloved. That's that's right. crazy. Faith comes by hearing, and as as you begin to, uh, you know, plan and and. Uh, set goals and do things, you know, in your life week by week, month by month. Um, you know, you always talk about those 12 checks, yes, you know, yes. um, as you plan on spending that check for that month. Um, the, the, all of this has to come by faith. The just shall live by faith. And that this is not theory. This is the absolute truth from the word of God. As you were saying, I mean, uh, I know God's word is truth. That's what you've truth. confessed all these years. Yes, and we know that from the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God and that God wants us to live just like he does by speaking things into existence. If he said, let there be light, then we can come right behind him as his child and say, let my children be healed in the mighty name of Jesus. You know, all of those, those, although you're not saying God let them, you're, you're saying you're commanding them to be healed. God's already let them. He's already right. given it's the already blood a done of Jesus. Deal. The, yeah. yeah, it's a done deal. 
I mean, the, the living, the just shall live by faith. He only says uh, that four times faith in the Bible. Come, yeah, only four times. Old Testament and New, the just shall live by faith. And I faith, think he's trying to tell us something. And faith coming by hearing <clears throat> yep. and hearing by the word yes. of God. Yes. So the correlation of it being within the, the confines of these pages that of this book, from Genesis to Revelation, that it builds faith in the life of every human being if you'll give yourself to it. Sure. If you'll love the word of God and and be around it, develop a hunger for it. Um, you know, it 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 has the ability to uh, lift you to a higher place of thinking and oh, living. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, while I was sitting here thinking about Renee, I think it's so funny <clears throat> that we sit here and talk to each other passionately <laughs> yes. about the word of God. We're right, excited right, about it, right? And yet. 47 years ago when we met, that's exactly what we did. Yeah, the same I mean, thing. The, four, the, the night we met at Lakewood right. Church, at John Osteen's church, uh, he had had me get stand up and give my testimony about the hitchhiker picking me right. up. I, I picked him up. He shot at me five times, said, he's going to kill me. I said, you can't kill me. I'm a man of God. I've got authority over you in the name of Jesus. The bullets didn't hit me five times. And mm -hmm. so you and Dean came running up to Jackie and I after service, and we we just became fast friends. And that night we went over to your apartment and, yes. and, and, and your, your two boys and my two boys. And uh, and, and we stayed up at three o'clock in the morning talking about the word. Right. And then back at church the next day. Uh, but every time we'd get together, the four of us, uh, we'd talk about the word. And you and I, being the, the passionate talkers, a lot of times right. Jackie and Dean wouldn't say as much. We'd just talk the word, 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 word. Yeah. And here we are 47 years later doing the Still same thing. Still doing the same thing. Doing the absolute same thing. Well, it shows the <clears throat> keeping power of the word of God, that it has a creative ability uh, to... Uh, create whatever you need at the moment, mm -hmm. whatever you uh, are looking for. I mean, it, there, there's so many different categories of life that you deal with all the time. And the circumstances and situations that one human being could get them in, not to mention the whole human race. Sure. And that God's word has the ability to somehow deliver you out of all of these things and bring his will into your life. Sure. And it's just shocking to me. I mean, from from now having a family and having children, grandchildren, you know, all of these things, daughter-in-laws and son-in-laws and all of these things that there that there are in life and God's ability to create solutions for every person oh, and give them leadership from the Word of God. I mean, that's just astounding to me. I mean, in, my, in, in 2022, I mean, we need more than we've ever had before. And God's Word has the ability to produce oh, more absolutely. than we had in 2021. Yes, absolutely. No, there's there's no question. And, <laughs> and, and the dividing line, uh, I can see it so plainly as you can right. of what of what we were raised in to believe. Right. And then when we started hearing the word of faith and how we begin to separate from what we had been yes. trained right. and into the word. Right. And here forty well, here fifty what, four years for me and about that for you. Yeah. Uh we can look back and say this isn't theory we've worked this no. for a since for half a century we, yeah. we know this stuff works we right. we're, we're convinced that it works right i, I mean my goodness if, if nothing else just be somebody that is the most grateful person in the room and humble yourself under the mighty hand of God so that he can continue to teach you Amen. the word of faith hey we're out of time yes we are fun. 
Well, we're just looking forward to seeing you next time, and we invite you to get into this word of faith. And in the meantime, we're going to confess over you and believe for all of us that we are more More than than conquerors. Bye-bye. Over 20 years ago, I had just done a great crusade in Cuba, lots of miracles, lots of wonderful things happened, and I flew into Miami and preached at this wonderful church that was a partner of ours, still is, and uh, God gave me a tremendous message called, Who Do You Say Jesus Is? And uh, I ministered it. It's helped so many people around the world since then. And when I go back and look at all the miracles I've had around the world, you're familiar with my hitchhiker story where the guy shot at me five times, the bullets didn't hit me. Uh, You're familiar with when my wife, Jackie, the doctor told her all her life she couldn't have children. We had four. All the miracles we've had is always comes back to who do we say that Jesus is? So uh, I want to make this available to you. It's available to you for $25, or if you partner with us for any amount whatsoever monthly, then we'll send it to you for free and bless you with it. But this uh, legacy series has four messages on it that God gave me around the world, different countries, different places that'll bless you and help you. And this great message, Who Do You Say Jesus Is, is uh, one of those messages. God bless you. You're more than conquerors. He just kept telling me that he was going to kill me. And I kept telling him that he was not. I said, God, if he pulls the trigger, my job is to believe your word and your job is to do something about the bullet.